are here in the Build 206 studio, me and Angie. Hey. Yes, pop it. Pop good morning, it. good morning. <laughs> yes, and we Slash have... Slash good afternoon. <laughs> we have Miss Lydia um, as our guest today. So welcome, Lydia, and thank you so much for being here and participating in this conversation today. Hello, thank you. Thank you for having Hi, me. Thank you for this platform. Yes, definitely. It's definitely a safe place to make sure that we have a space to talk about, you know, some difficult things and the things that are our views and our outlooks, you know, the courthouses and things like that, you know, make all the rules and stuff like that. But at the same time, they don't ask how it's affecting people or, mm. you know, what the community actually thinks about it. And then we get these crazy laws and things like that. So we're trying to make sure that we are putting our opinion out there and mm. then every voice is heard uh, through this. Mm -hmm. so Lydia. and that's also the mama rules at home dealing with our kids and dealing with our families and dealing with real life situations at work you know what i'm saying and how if we have situations at home we don't necessarily like to bring them to the forefront at work or during the political times and everything like mm -hmm. that so it's all all purpose conversation definitely so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself lydia well um my name is lydia um i am a mom, of course, um, to two young kings, 13 and 20. Um, I'm a Morehouse mom. I'm a registered nurse, um, boots on ground activist for all things healthcare equity. Um, I'm an activist for the youth and advocate in the streets, um, conforming and challenging this healthcare system that has so forgotten about us. Um, I'm also a trauma-informed kids yoga instructor, just also bringing the tools to the community, um, things that we weren't given um, when we were kids. So I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm also Girl Trek. So that's how I know Angie. Girl and Trek. Girl Trek. Go Girl Trek. Yeah. That's <laughs> me. And I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and nurse entrepreneur as well. Nice. Nice. So do you have a website and things like that you refer people to or for your services or support? Yes. So um, I actually am the CEO, owner and founder of the first uh, minority woman owned independent care coordinator organization in the state of Washington. It's always yes. a mouthful to say that. But what we do is we have um, the way I like to describe it is we dismantle the healthcare system. And the only way to do that is we take piece, piece by piece and we, we take it out into the community and independently do it on our own. And so what we do is care coordination, case management, and it's only been done on the inside, on, inside the healthcare system, inside hospitals and clinics. And so we independently do that. So we serve as advocates, um, liaisons. We serve as the voice within the system. You're your one-on-one -on -one nurse to make sure that your healthcare doesn't fall through the system, um, not on our watch. So um, okay. we nice. case management services. Um, we do from pediatrics to veterans, adults. Um, we are at Integrated Wellness CMS. So it's integratedwellnesscms.com. Um, you can find out about our services. There's also a referral form. We take anybody from Medicaid to not insured. So, okay, that was well said, baby. That's <laughs> lovely. That, that's what I'm talking about. She got, she got that knowledge. She got that knowledge. I like that. That's yes, dope to me. Black excellence. That's dope to I me. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Just that's dope. In the community, helping out. That that's what exactly what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. And we want to network and make sure everybody can come together and you know catch your emails, you know, and things like that. The things that you have going on, as well as the things that we do in the community. Um, so again, welcome to the platform. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what do you feel is the top issue negatively impacting Black women right now? I think the top issue affecting Black women is the lack of um, autonomy. I think we have 
we have for so long been assigned a position to fulfill, right? But we have not been mm -hmm. given that autonomy, that independence to be who all we were supposed to be. And so we've been we've been expected to fit into this box and conform to the system um, that does not serve us. So I think I think the the lack of autonomy is the biggest thing. Um, and as we're seeing, we're breaking out of those change and, and finding ourselves and, and bringing our own seats to the table. Um, and so, you know, no longer fitting within those change. But I think definitely we have not been given the voice and the seat and the autonomy to just be black women. Right. right. I highly agree with that. That is so true. And we need to get it back together and, and, and work together, you know, and supporting each other. And that's one thing that I love working with Angie on is, you know, we're working together to make sure that these youth have things to do and that they're excited and activities and out of the streets, you know, just right. out of the streets. Right. And, right. It's, and it's not really with me. And I know that it looks like it's just for children, but it's for unity in the community. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? This is like an all people purpose um, you know, sport and it just brings everyone together. Like, so there's sometimes where kids, they don't really hang out with their parents, but this is where a parent really wants to take their kid to go do something fun, like skating or, you know, go to the ballpark or whatever. So I think it just really helps with bringing family, friends together and just doing something super fun mm -hmm. that um, it, it promotes healthy living, you know? And so that's that's what it's Definitely. all about. It's teamwork makes a dream work over here, you know, all the time. Yeah. And, L and Lydia, that's my <laughs> that's my homegirl. It, it be Girl Trek. And when she when I first met you with Girl Trek, you was on your solo. And sometimes women don't know how to be on their solo. But you were and you didn't really know everybody. And we linked and it was like you you promoted your voice to a group of women that you did not know. And we didn't even know how close in relation that we really were. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. So we need to help each other, like be able to be comfortable with talking to one another and be comfortable with accepting whatever the results be. And we didn't we didn't um, we didn't push you away. We welcomed you, you know. Yeah. And it was just like people would think that we knew each other for like 10 years. And we're like, oh, we just met her today. Like, <laughs> so that's what it's all about. That's I appreciate you. Together. Queen. I appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate and on that sure. note, uh, how do you think we as a community can make a difference and we can address the, this, you know, autonomy? I think I think what's happening in, in the community is um, there's a perception of black women. Right. Um, I mean, you know, in Seattle, if you're not in the struggle as a black woman, then then what are you on the white side? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the way I was raised. You know, I was raised. Um, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, and I grew up in Seattle and we came to Seattle um, uh, escaping the the struggle in that my mother thought that, you know, there was more opportunity in Seattle and really the whiter we could become, the better off we were because everything she knew about being on the in, in the Black community was the struggle. She was mm -hmm. trying to escape that, right? And so right. there's this perception and this stigma on the, on the Black women in the community um, that you have to conform to the struggle. And that's not it. When we mm -hmm. assert ourselves and that autonomy within, no, I can stand on my own. I can sit at this table and I can make just as much or more Difference. than you. Yes, right? definitely. Right? Definitely. You go see me if you don't. Right? If you don't, you, you're going to learn today. <laughs> okay. Nothing in the community. Don't put a stigma on me. Don't give me a name. I'm going to name myself. And the name mm -hmm. I have for myself, I'm, you got to see me first. And uh -huh. I stand up and what my name is. And so I think that's that's the biggest thing as a community. Don't don't put don't put a cover over me. Don't put a mask on me until I give you permission. And I have it. So exactly. That's yes. what's up. I that's love it. Up. I love it. Um, so have you been or do you know anyone who's been locked up? Absolutely. Um, so, 
you know, um, I, I, I unfortunately, I'm actually, uh, I'm not unfortunate, so I'm a mother to two young kings, you know, but actually we're a product of several systems that affect us. Um, uh, my oldest son, um, you know, his, his, his grandfather um, and his father current day has been locked up since he was three years old. Um, and so he's, he went his whole life, you know, all, all he wants current day is to hug his father on the outside. And he, he has no remembrance of that. Um, wow. and, and that system, um, you know, like, like he say, how come I'm not in jail? Because like the system has said it, that's where he was supposed to be because his grandfather, his father, right. Everything he had seen it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And so then that impacted me as a mother. And when I say queen raising kings, I don't take that for granted because I'm raising right. him to me. That's not your story. But because, Definitely. but the system, right, failed. Right. I mean, yeah, generation. that's the question right there is uh, how, does, how does that impact you? How does that impact them? You know, we definitely want to hear about that because um, it definitely does impact and affect everyone. Mm -hmm. Especially when yeah. they kind of bring, bring, um, Oh, you're just, you're about to, like, if, if they're trying to do good, you're going to be just like your dad, or you're going to be just like your right. brother. And then, and then if they're not strong-minded, which everybody is not strong-minded, they, Facts. they learn that, right? So if they're not strong-minded at the time, then they'll go out and be like, well, shoot, if that's All what, right like, you're already category, you know, categorizing me anyway. So why not just go do that? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, and it shouldn't right, be right. like that. And, and but exactly right. It's crazy. And, but then it'd be the moms to be like, no, you're not going to be like that. You're going to be like who you are supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And so they're kind of confused. Like, this is what they're telling me. I'm going to be like, this is what you're saying that I need to be like, or what, right. you know, my mind frame, you know, in, exactly. in Abel's or whatnot. It's just, it's super hard for our young black kings to be, you know, being raised right now. And sometimes the strongest people on their side are women, mm -hmm. not to degrade a man. All right. I mean, let's just, let's just, you know, call Keep it, it 100. Yeah. Right. Keep it 100. You know, I think uh, my, my cousins and them, they'd be like, because my, my sons were the first, the first boys in the family. I have 15 nieces and, and they wow. say, you know, how did you know how to raise black men? Okay. as what you see. And, and my answer is because there was no way that mine was going to be in jail. He wasn't going to be the bum laying on your couch. He wasn't going to be the thief in the store. Not on my watch. You understand right. what I'm saying? Come on. That's Come right. on. That, that I was going to be that. And so it was up to me. Yes, the struggle was real. Yes, it was hard. But every day my mission, you know, I, my mission, once God made me a parent, right. this was my focus. And my mission mm -hmm. was to see mm -hmm. you through, not see you back there behind bars, not see you out here. Right. We was going to get we're going to go through some stuff and we're going to get through some right. stuff. But my mission is to see you through. And and that, mm -hmm. that's how, that's what I had in my mind, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, what do you think could have prevented it? You know, initially, I know every situation is different. And, you know, a, the a mayor could get locked up, you know, it could happen to anybody. But it, as far as like family and the people that you know, and, and those situations, what do you think could have prevented it? I think I see I see a lot of what we have going on in the community now, you know, the people stepping up, the people that have been there and done time and reaching back. Um, I yes. think I think I think about um, my son's father. You know, he was uh, he was a product of the streets. You know, he, he had been he'd been selling drugs since he was 10 years old, you know, and, and being a part of that. There was nobody that looked like him. There was no representation to show him that he can do anything different. So he became a victim. He became he's he. he Right? He fell victim to what he's seen. Hold, yeah. There was nobody to reach out and say, no, hold up, little partner. This ain't the mm -hmm. right. narrative. 
And so he mm -hmm. went down, he went with the narrative that was laid out for him. Um, right. And so the prevention really could have came from the community. He was raised by a single mother as well. She was so caught up in working and providing and that struggle mm -hmm. and the struggle blinded yes. her, right? So again, just that autonomy. No, I'm not the struggle. I'm not the product, right. of, you know? Um, right. So, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things, um, in nursing, we, we call it, we call it root cause analysis, where we always have to go back and say, what could have been done different right, right. to yes. save life or to, you know, prevent somebody from bleeding out. If we had to do a root cause analysis on really what, 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 what could have prevented our young black men back then, uh -huh. community. We, right. we needed that community then. Exactly. We needed that support then. We needed that place to go and feel safe and maybe mm -hmm. talk or have that person to talk to us mm -hmm. and care mm -hmm. for us, mm -hmm. you right. know, and our boys and things of that sort. That's why it's so important to support them. And like you say, raising the kings, you know, we, we are queens, we wear our crown and we want to make sure that our kings get to wear theirs too and mm -hmm. show us what they can do and grow up and be successful right? and hold it down and stay out of the ruckus and the streets right. Right. and things That's of that sort. And while they're going and while they're going through the struggle of going down the wrong road, they're still dope, though. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Even even like I would say I would say like probably like six, six bad choices. They're making four great ones. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which means something because they're still remembered off of the greatness. You know what? Whether or not they went to jail, whether or not like they passed away, some like a lot of our like our our individuals, our young kings and queens, you know what I'm saying? They have greatness within mm -hmm. regardless of whatever struggle because I, I I went I went through like a patch too you know what I'm saying yeah. and yeah. and then you look about you you look at where you are today so everybody goes through the storm everybody goes through the struggles everybody is tested so they can have those testimonies you know what I'm saying exactly. so while our kids are being tested instead of saying like damn you're gonna be just like your dad or whatever the situation may be but you got to make it like you're gonna right. go to college you're gonna be in the nfl you're gonna be the the head honcho of this organization or whatever exactly. it may be even in your mind if you feel like that young man or queen you know what i'm saying is going down the wrong if you continue to be like okay you're going down the wrong the wrong road Supporting you're just gonna be that. nothing yeah. you're just and, and that's not encouraging no. our you know what i'm saying it's our people helping. you gotta be like you're going <laughs> down the young the the, the wrong road but best believe you got my support and I'm here to help you. So if you can help yourself, cause I'm not trying to help somebody that's not willing to help themselves. You got to, I got to see that you're putting forth effort mm -hmm. to make it better. And I'll definitely put man, 10 toes behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like, support. come on, let's I do this together. Back. Teamwork makes a dream work exactly. all the time. You guys might hear me say that a hundred thousand times and I'm going to say it a hundred thousand more times yes. and right. I'm not going to stop. Won't stop. Okay. It is right. what it is. That part. And yeah. so that's basically... what say something because it's all <laughs> it's say, you know, these, these kids didn't ask to be here. Right. None of us. Right. Did, you know, yeah. and, and when we we have to do better and and one um, stand up for them, like you said, we all got that rough patch. You know what I'm saying? I, I squeaky clean ain't what it is. But that right, experience right. brought me to where I am today. And if I can pass that along or even as even as my kids go through, there ain't nothing squeaky clean about it. You know, I got to watch my son in college right now, have these parties, do this. And I'm like, wait a minute. This ain't <laughs> right. What I instilled, what he knows from the foundation, right, is going to sustain him. And then as he goes through everything he's doing, it's just putting a different experience and wisdom. Like, I'm not here mm -hmm. to tell you what I done read in a book. I'm here to tell you what life has taught me. Right. Mm -hmm. and, right. and that's what's going to them too. Rather they go but rather it takes them 20 years and they go on the wrong path. And then they cut everybody, everybody has greatness. And I'm like, you said, it's, it's, it's our birthright. Greatness Come is on. our birth. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yes, definitely. And, and that basically, you know, was the next question is, you know, how can we better support this generation, you know, and, and leading them and guiding them and having their back and letting mm -hmm. them know mistakes are okay. You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. life ain't a bed of roses without mm -hmm. thorns. Right, you know, you right, gotta right. have the bad to enjoy the good, you right. know, so you're going to fall in and bump your head, you know, but are you going to get up? Right. You yes. know, are you, are, are you going to give up? Yes. Right? You know, <laughs> no, we're not going to give up. And yes, we're going to get up. Oh, yes, we're going to get up. We ain't going to give up, but we're going to get up. <laughs> right, right. It's teaching, them. it's teaching them what does get up look like, right? It's impactful. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I always say the tools to be successful. If I've given you the tools, right? I've given yeah. you, you know, you got to do homework. I gave you the paper, the pencil. I didn't even give you the sharpener and a desk to put the paper on. It's what right. you do with it, right? Mm -hmm. it, when, exactly. when, I, when I think about my kids and even the kids that I mentor in the community and when I'm teaching and things, I've given you the tools to be successful. When I think about these kids, current day, male and female, yoga needs mm -hmm. to be in their back pocket. Come it's not the, right. not the movement of it. It's what it does to you. How do you learn how to be still in such a chaotic world? We need to be teaching these kids mindfulness and, and how yes. to apply, you know, these different, how to correct the mindset, right? How to control right. that biggest muscle of their body. We need to teach them that. That's, that's, that's first and foremost is uh, giving them what they need in their toolbox, starting with the brain, starting with the mind, and then and then whatever else is in the community adding to that. So when life hits them, when they out in the streets and they like, you know, they got to make a choice whether to go bad or good or whether to go left or right, they can be like, man, what's in my toolbox? Right, right. That I need, right? That, yes. man, go back to the basics. And so so I think that's definitely something, um, you know, I empower, I empower every kid I know. I ask yeah, them, no, what's in your toolbox? Come on, they were, there you go. Build it. It's it's it, rather it's invisible or it's literally something you trail behind you. Build it because you're gonna Build need it. it. Make it happen. And I didn't read yeah. it in a book. I'm just giving experience. I'm telling Come you. Come on. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. I love that. That is amazing. I yes. love that. Yes. You want to tap in? No, that? no. Yeah. You know me. I always got something to say. Like <laughs> I'm like I, I, I'm a look, I'm over I'm here. Like, oh my here. god. No, that you know me and kids. That be warming my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't matter if there's a kid over there and they ain't trying to interact. Don't leave them over there like that. Go get that kid and ask them what's going on. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because that kid wants you to come over there, but that kid is not going to tell you to come over there and check on him. Or right. her, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's that antisocial, that's that social emotional, that's that anxiety, that's that depression. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs somebody, man. Because if I'm over mm -hmm. there corner and I don't want to call you over to see what's going on with I me, if did. my heart does, come yeah. over there and check on me. Mm -hmm. Call me sometime if you ain't talked to me in about a week, and you know I be popping it all the time. You're check right. on your friends, check on your strong friends, check okay. on your weak friends. You know what I'm saying? So, time. when you said that, girl. I'd be like, oh my God, I'll get loud. They'd be like, shut up. I'd be like, you shut up. I don't have to shut up. If I got something to say, I'm going to say it. And you know, that's me all the time. Consistency, awesome. baby. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they'd be like, you're an asshole. I say, as, as long as I'm consistently being an asshole, then you're going to be okay. Because <laughs> it is what it is. And an asshole yeah. ain't always a bad thing. Right. Everybody got one. Everybody got an asshole. <laughs> It is what it is. Double that okay. demons, baby. We talk. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just I saying, Lydia, I love it. Lydia, you are you speak 100, and I and I feel it. I feel right. I feel this in my soul 
And I feel, and we're like on Zoom. Like I feel you in prayer. I feel you like you're right here in the middle of us. You know what I'm you're saying? Right. And you've always kept it like that. And I love what you're doing in the community. You bring unity in the community. And when we all have a purpose about our people, you know, kids, mm-hmm. it, babies, our people, period, whoever they our are. Elderly, yeah. Especially our elderly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like love on your people. If you got a mom and a dad and you know that they're getting older, you think, um, they going to be on earth for like a hundred more years. You're if right. you don't go call your mom and your dad, I'm 45 years old. I see my mom and my dad at least like three, four times a week. Right. I want to see him seven, but I'd be busy, but I don't care. Sometimes you go over there and you'd be like, I'm just coming to say hi, girl. My mom would be like, um, so Angie, I'd be like, I'm ready to go. So I got to go. I got to go get ocean or whatever. I got to go. And then she'd be like, so what did you, I'd be like, mom, I you know, you. I just said, I got to leave. <laughs> But I do the same thing. I love you and give them a hug or just text or just say something like, so I feel your, I feel your um, passion with what you do. And I feel that you are genuine within your mind, body and soul with like our community. I love the toolbox part of it. Everything. I was taught that too. You got to have your toolbox. You got to always add something. You don't know how many tools you're going to need to fix Mm -hmm. what situation. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. important to build that box. Mm -hmm. So important to build that box. Um, yes. Um, so the next question is what supports do they or their families need? And we kind of already touched on that as far as, you know, you see that child hurting, you see that child not interacting, then, you know, you should probably interact with that child Mm -hmm. and make sure that they're okay. Or that person. Or that person. Yeah. yeah, Because it's adults too. And we all are in the same boat and we're all going through something difficult, you know, but we might not always want to share that. You might Mm -hmm. not feel that Mm -hmm. you have somebody Mm -hmm. to talk to about that. So in supporting them, I would say like counseling and things like that, you know, just being an offering person and, and caring about one another, you know, and tapping in and checking on one another, mm-hmm. you know, is it just, I don't know you, but how are you today? You know, and being genuine in that, you know, like, are you looking a little down today? You know, is there something I can do to pick you up? Mm-hmm. You know, do you need somebody to talk to? That type of thing is, is being supportive. Right. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that we do is we we treat these kids as if they're resilient and, and oh, they'll be all right. You know, um, we mm-hmm. hosted a podcast, uh, I mean, a webinar um, about a month ago and it was titled, are the kids all right? Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and when, what we, we had over 120 something kids that got on mostly high school kids, but the questions nice. that came in the chat, they're asking like, you know, I'm experiencing this. Do you think this is depression or, and, and all these different questions that came out, the overall, um, summary was they have no out and they're not talking about this with the people in their homes, with their media people to where they feel comfortable getting on, a, getting a chat with a, a bunch of strangers and having right. these conversations, right? So right. the question is how do we support them? Well, one, let's stop treating them as if they're invisible. Stop treating them as if, oh, they'll just get through and a snap back and actually getting down on their level, you know, getting mm-hmm. on their level. How are you doing? What's up? Mm-hmm. Right. Right, 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 and actually get, getting in there, um, getting in their business, getting in in there. Um, exactly, yeah, in their You have right. to, yeah, you know, right. and and um, and and that's the support, and it takes a village. Um, I, I, I would tell you, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, um, I tried to do it on my own. I did, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and, it's almost and impossible. It's impossible. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and especially no. raising young black men. What I learned, um. I, I, I can teach my children empathy. I can teach them how to love. You know, I can teach them, you know, so, how, how, to, how to make it. I can teach them some things. But there's something I can't teach them. I can't teach you how to hold your balls when you go pot, when you go to the bathroom. Okay. Right. Right. 
can't teach you how to go out here and be a man and stand up and hold your own. And so right. I, I embark my computer. I, I reach out to my community. Come on, there's yeah. a black right. man that go teach that he can. That my that son positive. Can, you know yes. what? Role models. Yeah. Right. Th- that, that don't want to be your that don't want to be your boyfriend. Right. They're really just fat. Yeah. 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 Come on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that what I'm saying? That's yeah. the part. You want to yeah. go into another barbershop and look for a mentor, but I gotta give you something in return. I just want my son to have somebody to come through. Come on. Exactly. Right. You know, right. That's the facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So so I think that's that's a support is it takes a village and, and we have to uh, again back to the tools, you know, um, and, and, and look and getting on their level again, we're we dealing with a whole new generation of kids. Yes. These are us. They don't right. play outside. You know, they don't they don't use pagers they don't and, 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 and <laughs> letters. No, they're not doing that. <laughs> like everything berries. At their fingertips. You know, <laughs> look how poisonberry fights. Yes. Or, the or, the or, yeah. <laughs> or the pine cone fights and be running in the backyard. No, they're not running doing that. The woods. Doing that. Talking, they don't even know what the woods are. Like, <laughs> right. They're like, what? <laughs> talking about some push and pee. And I'm like, nah, you shouldn't be talking like that because push and pee in my day. Ain't what it mean in your day. So we're dealing with a new generation of right. kids, you know, and Completely. again, meeting them where they are on their level. It's going to take some growth and some learning for us as adults. We can't stay stagnant in our own ways and think that what we went through and what we done works. Brushing it under the rug don't work. These kids are, these kids are empowered. Uh-huh, these kids uh-huh. got voices that you, you know, we can't tell them to shut up no more. And so no, we have to right. meet them where they are. Right. Yeah. Right. They'd be like, I'll good. take you to court. I'll be like, take my <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you want that? <laughs> they got right. Sit down and work this out together. Yeah, they you got know, right. It's going to be some work. But right. they, they, work right. they, they know you, know, they know you got rights. I got rights, too. Like, I, was like, I got rules. They'd be like, I got rules for you, too. I'd be right. like, look, I don't follow your rules. You, I'm the mom. Right. Okay. Right. Look, right. now it's right. like, yeah, they got, yeah, it's different. I'd be like, man. Something I always tell my kids is, yes, I'm your friend, but I'm your mother first. That whole time. Okay. <laughs> okay, I am my mother first. Right. Like, are you but, sure you want to use that phone? <laughs> right, right. Okay, right. are you sure? Right, right. right. And and then right. when they're using the phone, whose phone they using? Who's paying that phone bill? Right. Give me the phone. Give me the phone. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. Oh, you, you didn't get your great system. I don't think they need they this. want to leave and pack their bags with what clothes? Because I swear I bought all that. <laughs> all of it. All of it. And the right. suitcase. So where are you going? Right. And the pencil and the pen, okay? <laughs> in, the door, in the door, you're getting ready to walk, to walk in. Okay? Uh, okay, that's my oh, door. My Don't God. touch it. Oh, my God. This is like, look, this is comical yeah. because I be for real. These Our, our kids, I'd be like, oh, I need to walk away because if I even tap you real quick, you're getting hella taps. Like, yeah, right? Okay. But, like, but I don't even do that. Like, I, I be trying to do the little, um, the um, what's the... Uh, the nine kids, the kids, the Brady Bunch conversation. <laughs> I was like trying to talk to my kids and I'm like, I'm done with this calm conversation. I'm about to say a cuss word. <laughs> okay, real. I'm going to need you to bring it in. Yeah, I'll be trying not to cuss and everything. But I mean, when if you be like, okay, so Ocean, can you please go clean your room and clean the bathroom? It'd be like, all right. And then they don't do it. And then you go upstairs and you'd be like, I thought I told you to clean the bathroom and, and do all the stuff. And it's like, okay. Right. If you be like, get your mother, ooh, 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 and ooh, 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 ooh. They're like, okay, hold on. Let me, so let you me, know, they let me start drive moving. Doing. So it's just like, if that's what can get them going, then I'm yeah, like, shoot, that's I don't hitting know. hitting them on their level, you know, talk, talk to them, you know, you as they, you know, right. understand right. Like, how they exactly. Unless you have twins, you only have a, a certain age one time. And so when I dealt with my, I got a 20 year old. 
I don't know how to relate to you. This is my first time, so I'm going to use every technique. I don't know if it's talking calm or whoop that ass. I don't know. Right. But right. Or scare you straight. Or scare okay. you straight because I'll tongue lash you in a second. So the whoopings right. ain't nothing. That just makes you angry. So that's back in the day. I told him I used to get hit by extension cords. Yeah, and then okay. my son was like, so did I. Whatever I was, was like, close. you ain't never got hit by no <laughs> extension cord. If anything, I don't broke a nail, like pushing you or something. But you ain't never got beat like we yeah. got beat. We got yeah. our ass whooped. You had to go out in the woods and pick our own switch. Girl, they used yes. to pick sticks off the trees. I used to be like, oh my God, in Louisiana, go get a stick. I'm not getting no stick. They be talking about, I'm going to be home in two hours to get, get give you a whooping. So I got to wait to get a whooping. Then when they get home, they don't give you a whooping. But then they want to wake you up. Yeah, they wake you up. And like, I thought I was getting a whooping at six o'clock. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Right? Why are you doing this? I already got me? my three pairs of pants on. Right. The hall, like, try it. Will you take that stuff off as soon as you take it off? It's like you ready for your whooping? Completely. You like, oh my God, this is like torture. Who was we calling? We wasn't, we didn't have no rules. They're right. No. You right. called the police. We couldn't and call like, grandma uh, and them. We couldn't call. We had to just take it, you know. Yep. And it's um, you know, but I'm backtracking to what you said about your 20-year-old. One thing that I learned, Angie, is you're not you're not gonna parent. You're 13, 15 year old, like you're gonna parent your 20 year old, right? Right, because right. everybody's different. Everybody's different, different ages, different stages. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's been hard again, just going back to like things that I couldn't teach him before he turned 18, right? But I had mm-hmm. to just hope and pray that I had done enough that he can go out here and be a man. That, mm-hmm. right. that I'm learning now that his his requirement of me. It's not for me to instill um things that he needs. I can't I'm not gonna teach you how to tie your shoe and brush your teeth. Right. And talk but now I'm, you already I'm, learned that. Yeah. You've already learned that, but now as you mm-hmm. adult and as you go out here and face, you know, the the the, the racial injustice and the and mm-hmm. the, the, the oppressive systems and, and corporate America, I can teach mm-hmm. you how to navigate life as an adult and what you're mm-hmm. gonna need to sustain as a black man just based off experience as a mm-hmm. woman watching right. this, right? But again, yeah. there's things that he's still gonna have to learn from that somebody that looks like him out there. And so mm-hmm. just tr- transitioning based on the stages, ages mm-hmm. and stages that they're in, um, Meeting them where they are at that age right. and stage. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, exactly. I'm not. I'm not gonna call and cuss myself. I don't even talk to them every day. You know, <laughs> right, 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 right. Being out at, at at parties and stuff all night. Like, I can't. I can't do anything about that. But pray yeah. about it. Right, right, and, and right. Come through this. But I can also, when you come and you having a hangover and you want to know, I can. I can talk you through life now. That part, right, right. right. And I that's what I'm you. saying. That's how they're going to learn the best is when they go through the experience. But I told my kids, look, I'm I'm not really trying to go through the experience. I'm going to learn off of somebody else's bad experience and be like, damn, I, I won't do that. that. I won't okay. do that. I don't want to go there. Yeah, but sometimes I'd be like, shit, bump your own head. Because yeah. they bump their head and they don't like the experience. That's when they'll never do that shit. You'd be like, I promise you, Lord Jesus, <laughs> if you get me out of this, I promise you I won't do that again. So I'm not trying to coddle my kids. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, sugarcoating. Yeah, if yeah, I'm not going to be here, if I'm not going to be here tomorrow, I want to know that you're going to get up by yourself and go to school, make it happen. Because my mom did not, she did not wake me up to go to school. In my whole high school year, I woke up to go to school and I knew that I needed to get my grades. And I'm, I, I know that my yeah. grades needed to be right if I was going to produce and have a job because I needed to have a job because I didn't have, everybody be like, because I got both my parents right now that I always have both my parents. My mom got lupus and my dad been through his thing. You know what I'm saying? So I had, sometimes I had my mom. Never that I had my dad, but I did have my dad at one point because my mom had lupus and she was super sick. 
You know what I'm saying? But we lived with my auntie, Minnie, on Hudson. That's how my brother became part of his little situation with gangs and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I never, I wasn't, I wasn't spoon fed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So people always think that, oh yeah, she was coddled and she got what she got because woo 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 woo. No, if you know me for real in real life, I had I've always had more than one job in my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's in me, not on me. And so people mm-hmm. always like don't judge the book by its cover. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm so I, I'm great because I made myself great. And I have people, right. good people on the side, but I was, it, it wasn't no inheritance like that. And it takes a village and you had those other outlets yeah. that, that, that help you along the way. And yeah. That is yeah. So, and that's I, and cute. that's why I, I really like, if you know somebody that has been through the struggle and they're probably going through the struggle, but they're great, remind them that they're great. Don't just let them struggle and be thinking that they're like, not like a nobody right you know what i'm saying because if if you continue to let a person that is somebody think that they're a nobody be a nobody they're going to be a nobody even if there's a nobody that's a nobody tell them they're a somebody and they're going to become somebody like you know what i'm saying it ain't no lie it might be wishful thinking i don't know but i know if i'm down and out i need my people to be like girl you're gonna be okay pick it up i've been through a divorce and i hit rock bottom you know what i'm saying and i for a long time i didn't even want to tell nobody that i was divorced you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like I felt like I gave up on a situation. But no, I basically enhanced my life when that happened, because everybody's not for somebody, but everybody needs somebody. So even though if that person wasn't good for me, he's good for somebody, just, just not, not me. me. And that's OK. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. And I'm OK with it. But I bet you right now I'm living my best life. I know that's right. That whole part. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I got good people yes. that are in my life. And you're one, and you're one, and you're one, and you're one, and you're one. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Lydia, you are dope. Yes. I just and you, amazing. your smile is genuine and everything. I'll be watching you. I'm excited to. I'm watching you too, Jesse. Right. What do you think about overall everything that's going on currently? Black Lives Matter, politics, COVID, like everything that's going on in this crazy world. Like, wh- what do you think about it? I think, um, I'll tell you this, first off, um, I always wanted to be in the Black Panther Party since I was a little girl. And so yes. what this first year is allowed me to assert my Blackness and step okay. into my lifetime dream of mine, right? That's what it did right. for me first. So it allowed me to no longer... Do I have to ask you or to, if I can say what I really want to say or can I show up mm-hmm. as I am? My mm-hmm. big black self, right? My okay. big black brings everything black in me. I want you to see it. Um, it made me angry at first. It was like, I, you know, almost like we got to catch up. Like, you know, and I would step yeah. out and every little thing that they did would make me so mad. When I say they, I mean, um, our oppressors, to be honest, is how I call mm-hmm. them. Uh, right. They're not all bad, right? We do, we do, we do. Um, okay, you know, <laughs> right. Um, I remember coming from, I was at, a, at the MLK March. Um, I think it was 20, might've been 2021, might've been 2020. I can't remember, but I, it was, it was, we were still, we were at, at the height of this. Right. And I remember seeing this white lady and she had came through the March with us. I, I, you know, for whatever reason, she was in my peripheral the whole time. And, and mm-hmm. we were standing outside the uh, courthouse and she was, she was, we were all walking back. And as she's walking, she's reading a Malcolm X book. She's, she's walking. She, even as we passed her in our Uber, she was up by Garfield and she's steadily reading this Malcolm X book. 
And I didn't know if I should be taken back by that, if I should be proud of that, if I should, mm -hmm. you know, applaud her because we right. were at a day in time, right? Like when have you right. ever seen a white lady? Not only did she take the time to march with us, mm -hmm. but now she's educating herself. And so what, I, what that did for me is I, I stepped back, I talked to my, to my, uh, the young Kings were with me that day and we talked about that. And my oldest son is a philosophy major. And so he tries everything on me first. He thinks and digs into everything. Um, and what this, what, what, what what's happening right now is we are, we are in, we are at a new day and time, right? Mm -hmm. We, they, they are educating yeah. themselves and they, and they mm -hmm. are standing with us. And so, and mm -hmm. so there is an, an, an applaud, but there's not enough work to be done. I don't need to be, I don't need you to just show face. I need you to actually do the work. Um, yeah. Another thing that's happening is 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 um, black people are, are again taking that seat at the table without even being asked to. We are there is still a lot of tokenism going on, um, and mm -hmm. I and I hope that we can step away from that and that conditioning of um, who they want us to be and actually just show up authentically. Um, mm -hmm. As far as the pandemic, I think the pandemic really has been a blessing, and um, that it, it allowed the world. We were just going, mm -hmm. going. It was chaos. I mean, imagine if this rock down. Just, mm -hmm. Yeah. All, all the way we was moving, right? Yes. We had to slow down and sit in some shit, to be honest, mm -hmm. right? We had, right. Right. Yes. It was your home that was messy, your relationship, your Come work, on. this whole world. We had to sit in it, sit right? In. And that was uncomfortable for Soaking it. Reality check. Yeah. yeah. You're going mm -hmm. you to say this. Yes. And we were forced to be still. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 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 what so I think it was a blessing. And 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 what I what I say all the time is if you don't come out of this on the other side better, mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. time. you ain't got mm -hmm. nobody to blame but yourself. I hope mm -hmm. people come out educated, more mm -hmm. healthier, mm -hmm. um, ready to be boots on ground and, and be purpose driven. Um I think right. I and um I think I think it's been the 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 best spotlight of my lifetime to be nice. Nice. best of my lifetime a test for a testimony i agree there's so many bad things that we think about covid you know i don't want to wear the mask i don't want to do this i don't want to keep sitting in the house but it's like it it, it did bring families closer mm -hmm. it also ripped them apart i was gonna say but at the same time yeah i looked at it as a blessing i think it's kind of how you perceive it personally yeah, yeah. you know to each his own but i mean it was a blessing to actually slow down to be home with my kids yeah to get yeah. creative in the kitchen again or paint walls or learn in yeah. my living room wall accent yeah. walls like I could do this yeah I got pain and everything. let me just do this right <laughs> you know and I had all yeah. this time and everything to actually like you say soak in it and think about it and and yeah where is my life at right, like, right. what am I gonna do now that I can't go to work you right, know like right. what else can I do to still you know manage and be more successful right, you know right. and keep moving forward right you know so I, I think that's spot on is is that it is a blessing that was it, that it was, was March that was March 2019 when when that happened right yeah so yeah. I bought I bought my condo March twenty twenty, March twenty no 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 May twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty, right? It was twenty twenty, right. right in the middle right. of the pandemic. And then when that happened in March twenty nineteen, so in May of twenty nineteen, we kind of got you know bored trying to do stuff. That's when we started to go to the pits and go double dutch. Right. And then they shut us down. It was like you guys was bringing too many black folks. And where's your where's your mask and where's your gloves? And kind of like was you know had their opinion. But even though we had hand sanitizer, we had gloves, we had masks, everything. we had everything. We shut it down for the convenience and the respect for whoever you know had their opinion. And then we came back a little bit after. And then while you are shut down, then your mind is like, man, I got to get my shit together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then, like you said, you're sitting 
and you're thinking and then regardless. So that's when they started putting the Zoom on for the kids, because when the kids didn't have nothing to do, everybody was like, look, what's going on? So they put the Zoom on. Then it, it was able, so it kind of like was a bad thing. Sometimes it was a bad thing. Sometimes it was a good thing because there was parents that couldn't be home with their kids to tell them right. to get on Zoom mm -hmm. and they're not even getting on Zoom. They're sleeping. So you're calling, you're like, I'm about to come home right now, but you're at work. So mm -hmm. it caused a lot of, it was up and down. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So the Absolutely. ones where it was up and down, you got to pray about it because it right. was up and down for me because right. I work for the school district. But it woke you up. It That's did wake sure. you up. That's and for sure. Like you said, <laughs> if you didn't take advantage of some stuff, there was a lot of money that was given, but you had to go search for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you definitely qualify, but you had to take the time out to do it. Some people was like, it needed to be given to me. Some people complained. So people mm -hmm. had their opinions, but it showed you who your family was. Right. It showed you the resources that you had when it came down to mm -hmm. it. It showed you how your kids are when you're at home with them. It showed you who, it showed who you cares. Communities actually coming <laughs> together. Relationships. It's like, I feel it yeah. did bring the communities yeah. together. You know, I went and packed up food bags. And yeah. Stuff the food bank People were giving to the community for like, free. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. Yeah. It was dope. And it's still yeah. dope. Right. It's mm -hmm. still dope. You know, and I think, I think Angie, like, was it wasn't all good for everybody. You know, it I was, um, right thinking about the work that we that we do um i had elderly people literally dying at home from loneliness Girl, oh, so you know, many we, funerals we deployed so many um tablets and you know this one mom she she she's an older lady she used to go to guitar lessons and go visit her son who was incarcerated she couldn't do neither one so we buying guitars and getting tablets like it was so it impact the, the it there was an impact that we, that 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 that's unspoken right that that yeah. that right the, yeah. um that that's going to affect generations. It was multi-generational how it yes. impacted from the educational system to the loneliness, to the lack of care, mm. health care, depression, all that, mental health, you know, um, all that. So, Ooh. so, Ooh, so it wasn't all good, you know, again, mm -hmm. there, there's, um, but thinking about the, the community and the grassroots organizations and the bigger, the larger organizations who are now seeing, wait a minute, we got to do things different. We can mm -hmm. only right. hope. The, the detriment that happened from COVID, we are now seeing a better impact from the people that are responding, you know, to, oh, yeah. to what? Even the Zooms and everything like that, like, and nobody was Zooming, you know, nobody was, you know, FaceTiming yeah. and stuff like that before. <laughs> and now we like, oh, we can still have this meeting or I can still see you and talk to you. I just can't, cut, you know, touch you or, or give you a hug or, you know, be there with you. But to have that platform mm -hmm. and I mean, it blew up. I mean, Zoom's right. probably like one of the biggest things in the world. Right I don't now. think my son would know how to get on a computer if he didn't have, if he didn't learn that way. I'm like, dang, you know how to navigate all this stuff? Right, right. But again, there's good. And then there's bad and you have to acknowledge what everybody goes through. If you bought a house during the pandemic, great. But if you lost somebody, come on, feel or my lost pain your home. Yeah. Or, or lost your home. Because there's people that like exactly they oh, lost their job. So right they now. wasn't right. able to pay the mortgage right. and they lost right. that stuff to society. So somebody else can somebody else yeah. that have money can take care on what you what what was your establishment? You probably got that loan down to probably like. Twenty thousand more dollars and couldn't do that, and somebody got on. Right, which which you're saying from you and not by your choice. You be wanting to go slap somebody. Like I'm always talking about slapping somebody, but I don't be slapping nobody. <laughs> she she don't be slapping. I don't nobody. be slapping nobody, but that's just a word. That's just the same. Yeah. Okay, so don't be going. Back but it makes the, you want to feel that way. Yeah, it, it just makes, makes you angry. Yeah. And, right. and and and. 
again, this platform is just so amazing. Like we're so blessed to all be here is because, you know, sharing this information and putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And I've been told so many times, you know, like don't limit yourself to being quiet, you know, like share your story. And the more you share your story and the things mm -hmm. that you're experiencing mm -hmm. and the way that you're feeling, the better off you're going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to trust people, but at the same time, you don't know how much difference Someone knowing what you've overcome mm -hmm. or what you've been through right. may teach them, help them save their life. You never know, mm -hmm. you know, so it's important to be able to have that platform and do that and, mm -hmm. and, and make it life mm -hmm. live, you know, and, and that's what gives me a spark. And all of this is just, you know, networking and sharing with each other and learning from each other, because I don't know everything. You don't know everything. Mm -hmm. You don't know everything, right. you know, but as we come together, we just learned a whole lot. Exactly. Like, right. You know, and, and that's the important part about it. Right, that collaboration. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what have you done uh, during all of this uh, COVID, you know, Black Lives Matter, the politics, everything? Like, how do you self-care through all of this craziness? Um, I come first, and it's non-negotiable. Um, Come on. And, yes. and that, you know, um, I, I, I remember when I first found Girl Trek, it was, it was 2000, it was like 2018, 2019, somewhere around then. Um, and I was just coming from, you know, dropping my son off at school. I was getting ready to be a, a, a single mom to just one, not really knowing what to do. And um, it, it was it was it was important that I find not only something for me to keep busy, but, you know, just being a nature lover, but also a sister circle, some, some somebody, mm -hmm. people to, to, to surround me when I may not be able to uphold myself. Um, and so having that sister circle and also having nature somewhere to just go when I need an out is a priority for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, when, 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 um, detriment hits, when something traumatic happens, I know who to call. Um, I know where to right. go. If I ain't got nobody to talk to on the phone, I'm going, I'm hitting the pavement, mm -hmm. um, right. or I'm finding me a trail. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and so self-care is non-negotiable. I skate, I, I do yoga myself. I practice yoga myself. I don't, and again, I don't practice for poses. I practice for the feeling and what it does. I mean, yes. I just be still, um, mindful. Yes. Mindful, mindful meditation. Right? Yeah. So important. Absolutely. I roller skate and just anything therapeutic that's going to keep me moving. Um, and I try new things. I'm not above. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm almost 41 years old and I'm thinking about dropping nursing and going in to be a, a TV producer. Like, I Come on. <laughs> right. And, and you can do that. <laughs> we, we can do whatever we want. Right. Okay. Right. So I, I think, uh, right. Self-care is non-negotiable. Um, I am number one, because if my picture is not full, if it's if it's even just halfway, I know what it looks like for it to be depleted. And so it's mm -hmm. not even an option for it to go any lower. Um, mm -hmm. And everybody around me knows that my kids know that they even have at times put pictures at my bedside and fill them up, letting them letting me know, like, we know that you need to be refilled. So okay. right, so, right. Um, self-care is, is, like I said, non-negotiable. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yes. Uh, so those are our questions for you. Uh, do you have any questions for us? I mean, this has been one of the one of the best areas we're doing dope. like all the knowledge and everything. Like yes. I'm I'm excited. I yeah, I'm like, okay, I need to get back to walking, you know, <laughs> take my walks and trails and stuff. Um, but it, it's amazing. And I I really appreciate you being here and, and doing this and, and sharing your your opinion and your voice with us today. Absolutely. And and I do have a question. I have a question for both you ladies. Um, 
I saw Double Dutch Diva start out, Angie. I've known you for for a couple of years now. I've seen your growth and your evolution. Um, it's admirable, you know. Um, to know you is is one of a kind. Um, and and so my question is, as you as you continue to move and you continue to grow, Double Dutch Divas, and you can continue to evolve into this purpose driven life for both of y'all, what is your why to keep going? Um, and how do you sustain <laughs> that why every day? Right. So, well, my why is because. When when I engage with people, you know, there's there's been times where, first off, I like double dutch, right? So, I'm <laughs> I'm doing something that really makes me happy, and, and just like they have music therapy, double mm. dutch is double dutch therapy. There might be a time when I'm just super stressed out, and sometimes people go ride their bikes, sometimes people go skating. I want a double dutch, but I want people around me, right? And sometimes that can be confirmation to have people around you because when you have good, positive people around you, then it makes you feel like there's a lot of security. When you have a lot of people around you that make you feel uncomfortable, it makes you feel in a dark place. And mm -hmm. there was a time when I was in a dark place where I was around a lot of people. I was around a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I was around a lot of parties, but I wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like it was a forced thing to be around the, the, this, this, um, this surrounding this, what, what's another word for surroundings like this? Yeah. So, yeah. but I felt like I was the positive. I was the glue mm -hmm. to this establishment. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And if I wasn't the space, there anymore, yeah. then it would be corrupted. But so I felt like I had to stay in this surrounding because if I didn't, then I was going to be a failure. You know, so it was more of a, I don't want to be here, but I feel like I have to be because I'm going to let a lot of people down. But I had to, like you say, self, self first. I had to take yes. care of myself because mental health is everybody has mental health, but on a different level. So I probably went from zero to a hundred. And when you find yourself at a level where you, you might do something dangerous mm -hmm. and, and, and I don't want to, I've never been in a dangerous situation, but I'm going to do something dangerous. So instead of putting myself in this situation where you can't, you have no control over your feelings, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Or you think that people's doing stuff intentional, then you take yourself out of that. You know what I'm saying? So when I established Double Dutch Divas, because it's not an I thing, it's a we thing. So when the thought came, then it's like, you know, well, what do you want to do? Because I want to do something else besides I work for Seattle Public Schools. Like I have a full time job. I have more than one full time job. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So but all of my jobs consist with being around people. Mm -hmm. And when they see that you have great things going for yourself, they will um, acknowledge you like I do late night. They're like, are you going to be at late night tonight? And I'm like, yeah, they're like, OK, cool, because my kid is not coming if you're not going to be there. So I don't do it right now. But this has been previous situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like my personality, they trust me. You know what I'm saying? The community is who I'm talking about. They they trust me, my friends, my families and everything. So I feel like God, you know, put me or kept me on this earth to fulfill a dream because I, mm -hmm. I did. I was in a super bad car accident um, a while ago. I know I put it on Facebook. But I'm 45. So I was like 21. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I was in a super bad car accident and I died and came back. And this is what it's for. Not necessarily for Double Dutch Divas. Double Dutch Divas is a sport. But the outcome of what Double Dutch Divas is doing for the community mm -hmm. is bringing people together. You know what I'm saying? And so this is not an Angie Mosley thing. I tell people this all the time. This is a Double Dutch Diva thing. And it's a corporation of greatness. It's a corporation of community. It's a corporation of bringing people together. Not just Black folks, not Asians, not whoever, just all people. Unity into girls. the community. Yeah. And that's why Everyone. we say 
come one, come all. So double dutch is a sport. It brings unity into the community. It's a sport where you are getting good cardio for more than like two hours. Mm -hmm. And you don't even know that you're exercising, but it's so much fun. You meet new people. You're on a team. You're drinking water. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then it makes you coming back for more. You know what I'm saying? It's a habit of being great, healthy, living, healthy, willing. And so that's why that's my why is not for just me. But when I know I'm helping somebody it's helping my mind, body and soul. You know what I'm saying? So it's keeping me living a healthy life. If I wasn't doing double Dutch divas, I'm about to go out and go do whatever. If I want to go have a drink or go eat some steak and eggs or whatever. But I would rather go double Dutch with some kids or some youth or some some community members and do some exercise, drink some water, meet some new people and give them what I have. Because a lot of people say, Angie, you know, when you talk, it's like you, you're talking some greatness. But Angie doesn't think that. Angie just thinks that she's just being regular and she's just doing regular stuff. You know what I'm right. saying? Like people be like, you're hella dope. And I'll be like, I mean, I'm all right. But, you know, but I'll tell my kids I'm super dope. My right. son be like, why do you always say you're dope? I say, because I am. And you think right. I am too. So I'm just going to end that. So you asked me my why. There's a lot of whys. I think I'm getting the red light. I don't know. I see something. Yes. I'm like, I can talk forever. Too. I can talk forever. I'm just saying, I, I love it. I love it. I right. love it. And I highly agree with you on that. I mean, my why is just to be a better person. Like I enjoy people as well. I feel like my purpose on this earth is I'm just super energetic. I'm always uh -huh. lively. I'm always happy. And like, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, like go, go, go. And that is my purpose is to help other people shine bright and 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 be spirited and, and be happy and try different things that they haven't. And I, I work with elderly people. I work with, you know, regular people, you know, I have many jobs, but at the same time for Double Dutch for me, and the reason I do this podcast is just being in the community and helping share my story and share our story and share your story uh, so we can be better and we can be a better place, mm -hmm. you know, for our future generations and everything. And it just drives me uh, to be with the kids. Like it, their faces light up and everything like that. I've always loved it. I had some programs back in the day called Great Futures. And it was amazing. It just got the girls at the community center together. And I want to see more of that, you know, and they right. take us out on little events or we mm -hmm. do diaper drives or, you know, things like that. So for Double Dutch Divas, we we tap in in different places, organizations and things like that. And it, it's just what I've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy in doing this. And, and it drives me to just keep going. Like, how far can I take this? Mm -hmm. How great can we be? Mm -hmm. Like, we can be on top of the world, you know, like mm -hmm. just double dutch and happily, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, it's also and witnessing, life. witnessing to our elders or our age group to let you, everybody know that you still got it. Right. Okay. After don't 40. Yeah. After 40, it don't stop. It starts, baby. Right. You know I'm, what I'm yeah. saying? So, Come yeah. On. That's right. why we, that's and why I'm why almost to 40. I can't wait because y'all, I'm like, ooh, 40's going to be so much better than the 30. That's why we're on our back. I'm, I'm 45 yes. now, but it's like 44. But yes. just to let you know, they might be like, oh, they're like, what, 20, 23, 30 doing that? No, no, no we're over 40. And we're not like the over 40 club. Like if you're 20, you can still be part of Double Dust oh, You know what I'm saying? We don't discriminate. Look, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. 38 the great. Yeah. <laughs> she said 38 the great. Yeah. 45, we stay alive. <laughs> right. We, we got places we're trying to go. You know, we want to elevate. Always elevate. It's going to be up from here. It's dope to, um, 
you know, into your abundance flows, you know, when you're in your element and you see that, you know, you really do. I'm a witness to it. Um, it really flows. And and so it's not about you, as you said, but the abundance is flowing to you. And so keep mm -hmm. it up. Um, keep using the platform. I remember we was in D.C. It's dark outside. It's about 87 degrees. It's popping. And Angie pulls out the rope. I, look, I'm pitching woo. Angie pulls out the rope. <laughs> and it was a whole vibe. Like it just, you know, so, so again, um, Keep using your platform. I appreciate this platform and allow me to even just tell a little bit about me and uh, answer some of your questions and give some insight that I hope really can help another mother, a child or anybody, you know, inspire sure. them that, you know, we all have purpose. We really do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. I, I love know. It. I so appreciate. Look, I was <laughs> like, I was like, Lydia, we was at Trina's birthday party, huh? Was it that day? And yep. I was like, um, you want to No, Shamika brought up because we had just it was on the Sunday. Yeah, the birthday party. And yeah. we came, we came with, from our, here. with our, yep, yeah, from here, from but on another session. And we were like, oh, yeah, we're a little bit late, but we're here. You know, we just came from a podcast and Lydia was like, for what? And we're like to talk about, um, yeah. you know, black women's, you know, right. acknowledgments and as well as right. uh, our struggles. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, put me on. And we're just happy to have you. And, and we need more women that are yeah, willing to yeah. share their stories and what they're doing in life or, you know, what, what they need in the community and things like that. And what like, do you need is to... the, because some it's, it's about what you need. Right. You, closed mouth don't get fed. We Fast. just like, what do you need? You tell us, we give it. You know what I'm saying? We right. say, what do you need? I don't need nothing. So we don't know. Right. Right. But if you say, this is what we need, we need. If we want to double dutch, we need some socks. You're going to have some socks the next time. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. We need some waters or whatever. Or if it's just. I need counseling. counseling. I, I, I need a, a, a private, a new doctor, you know, that's actually going to pay attention to my health situations. We know who to call now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we got connections. It's you know? connections. And it's, it's, it's about being united. You know, do we want to make keep our strong community, you know, we've drifted off everybody in their phones and everybody in the reality of life, you know, and I get mm -hmm. that, but we got to bring it in. Uh -huh. We got to bring it in and Absolutely. support each other. Yep. So, yep. and then, so what you can do, like, um, you can also send us some, some visuals, you know what I'm saying? Cause we'll okay. keep it popping on this podcast, right. you know? Um, Definitely. So, yeah. So our webpage, yeah, everything. All that. And button. we'll just keep it popping. Even after today, yeah. we'll keep it popping. It's, yes. You know, Happy Soulful Sunday. You know what I'm yes. saying? It's Enjoy the rest of your day. And I so appreciate you. I so appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is sure. great. Y'all keep it up. Keep in the community. And I'll see you when I get back. That's all right. Up. All right. We That's can't wait. Right. Say, say, say your business one more time for the go, for the go. Integrated Wellness CMS. So Integrated Wellness Care Management Solutions. We abbreviate the CMS. Uh, like I said, we are the li liaison and voice within the system. We are not going to let your health care fall through the cracks. Not on our watch. I love it. That's I love it. Up. And we will see you soon. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Bye. All right, baby. Over love you. <laughs>